On-demand listening is made possible by Bellarmine University. Grounded in the liberal arts and sciences, Bellarmine offers over 50 majors and 15 graduate and advanced degree programs. More at bellarmine.edu. So yeah, we just mentioned the Secret Sisters playing tonight at Headliners, and we're really thrilled to have Laura and Lydia Rogers with us. They are the Secret Sisters. Welcome to FBK, y'all. Thank you. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Glad to be here. Our (laughs) pleasure, Um, not only because we've been fans of you all since your first album, which uh, came out in, I guess, 2010 or so, right? Yeah, a few years ago. And you all played Forecastle last year. We did. We did. Uh-huh. And you've come out with this fantastic new album, Put Your Needle Down. It's it's just great. I think it's a, a great record. Thank you. Really you. strong showing of uh, songwriting, too. The last album, there were a couple originals, but this one's got a lot more going on. Right. That was our goal with this one when we uh, got ready to make the new record. Our, our goal was to definitely write a majority of the record. And so um, there was quite a bit of time between album one and album two as far as releases go. But we just needed that much time to kind of learn the craft that you know we still haven't mastered by any stretch of the imagination but i disagree um, with that well you know we we feel like we've definitely progressed but it's an ever learning process it really is so we're we're proud of what we've done so far and you have Um, done a lot i mean um i know you all had a what a song for the hunger game soundtrack we did you've worked with jack white you've um toured with paul simon Uh, and that's just one of many. You've toured with lots of great musicians who are, who are obviously want you on board. Um, how did you get from Florence, Alabama, right? That's where you right. where you, where where you grew up, up. Yeah. to where you are now. <laughs> how, how did you get, how did you guys get started? Well, we've, we've <laughs> always been singing since we were little, um, never professionally before all, all this. We weren't seeking it out. My sister, Laura, was a nanny in Nashville. I was in school. Um, and there was an option, an open audition being held in Nashville. Um, I guess that was 2009. Mm-hmm. And uh, audition for what? It was for. It was just, just a general a, a major record label search. out in California. Yeah. <laughs> a record label had kind of opened up the floodgates in one of the most talented cities in the world. And they just said, you know, if you um, are between certain ages and you're considered a singer songwriter, come and perform. And we'll talk about, you know, pursuing some sort of musical path for you. And I had never done anything like that. I had terrible stage fright. And I went with the intention of curing my stage fright. And wow. I performed. <laughs> I know. And then they liked me. And I was like, I don't think they have good ears. You know, I didn't believe what I was, what was happening. And then she performed for them. And then they asked us to sing together. And that, um, that kind of started everything. Within about two months, we had a record deal. And then we made our record oh my um, maybe four months after the audition. It was all really... Really Really quick. And it's been surprising kind of the, you know, the reaction of people like Paul Simon or Brandy Carlisle, the people we've gotten to work with, Jack White, T-Bone. It's been unbelievable to have those people kind of come to us in a way. Um, So we pinch ourselves (laughs) every day. It doesn't even feel real at all. (laughs) What did did you want to start out doing? What was your goals Um, at the beginning before this, this, you know, life changing (laughs) event? Really? Well, for me. I honestly have always wanted to sing. It's uh-huh. always been something that I've I've aspired to be a singer, but it never felt like it was in the cards for me. So I went to school to be a graphic designer. Wow. And that's when Laura called me. I was in the middle of a ceramics class. <laughs> and I uh, left the wheel and drove up to Nashville. And the yeah. last is that that was 
the last I went to school. I think oh we gosh. both have always loved music so much that we we deep down like wanted some sort of connection to music in our professional lives. But of course, you know, I literally have dealt with stage fright my entire life, mm. and so I never. Ever. If you had told me I was going to be standing on stage in front of people singing, I would have laughed at you because it was so <laughs> unlikely. Um, and so I had actually gone to school for music business um, preparedness, I guess you could say. And I always thought, well, I could be a, a manager or a booking agent. And now that I know what they do, I would rather <laughs> I would rather dig ditches or haul garbage <laughs> than to do what they have to do. So Did that help um, you get over your stage fright, just knowing what your options were? Yes. It, I mean, it, yeah. it's true. There's no better way to get over your fears than to just face them head on. And it was a quite, quite terrifying, to be honest. And it still can be. I still have those little demons that pop up and make me scared. But uh, luckily, having your sister around helps with the confidence. That's so. good support for sure. <laughs> We're talking with uh, Laura and Lydia Rogers. They are the Secret Sisters performing tonight at Headliners. Great new album called "Put Called Put Your Needle Down," and. Um, we were gonna. They're gonna do a song for us. Maybe we go ahead and have you do a song. We'll talk some more. And which one were you gonna do first here? We're gonna start with a song called "If I Don't." It's right. on our record. All right. Ready? Yep. Baby, I see you've been up to nothing good. I got a hunch you would leave me if you could. You only keep me around. For the company If you want to know the truth I don't want to be a part But I don't like the way You've been careless with my heart you got to straighten up But baby you won't Who's gonna love you if I don't You think I'm in the dark You think that I can't see the way you like to play when you are away from me boy anybody can see that you are doing me wrong who's gonna love you if i don't who's gonna love you if i don't who's gonna give you what you want who in the world will put up with your little schemes you better get it out of my own self-respect I'm gonna walk away and leave you all alone Who's gonna love you if I don't? Tell me who's gonna love you if I Nobody that you meet when you're hunting someone new is gonna stick around the way I always do. I don't think you see what you got when you got me. I'm laying down the rules. This is how it's gotta be. You're gonna change your ways, or honey, I'm gone. Who's gonna love you if I don't? Who's gonna love you? If I don't, who's gonna give you what you 
If I don't, what a great song. And that's from the Secret Sisters live on WFPK Radio Louisville. Playing tonight at Headliners, Nellie Pearl, great local group, is going to be opening. Starts at 8 o'clock. Put Your Needle Down is the new album. And um, it was produced by T-Bone Burnett. So how'd that come about? Because, wow, I mean, it's like everybody's dream to work with T-Bone. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, T-Bone was actually involved with our first record. He was, I guess, considered the executive producer. He kind of just shepherded the process and helped with, you know, song selection and that kind of thing. Um, but with our second record, you know, he was he was already our friend from the first record. And we just valued um, his inside and obviously his sonic talent um, so much. And so... We knew that it would be a real adventure to kind of build an album from the ground up with him. And so we wanted to do it, you know, from scratch with him. And it was really, really interesting to see the way that we would come to him with these really kind of unpolished, imperfect songs. And he would just really listen to what we asked for and make that happen. He's so good. And and it was so cool because, you know, you hear about producers and artists kind of butting heads in a creative way, but we literally were on the same page the entire time. We never really had any huge disagreements. And anytime we felt really strongly about something, he trusted us and, and allowed us to kind of find our, I guess, artistic voice. And we needed that as far as, you know, a self-confidence boost and to really feel like we've kind of stepped into to who we are as, as creative people. So it was a really good process. And I, I really don't believe this record would be the same were he not all over it. So mm-hmm. thank goodness for him. He's he's just as wonderful as everybody says he is. Yeah, so. He's an amazing talent. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know he's worked with Brandy Carlisle um, in the past. He produced her album, The Story, which he was did. one of my all-time faves. Oh, mine too. <laughs> and so happens that Brandy Carlisle wrote uh, maybe a couple of, or at least co-wrote with you guys some yes. songs on the record. Yeah, about three of them were mm-hmm. had her. Yeah, one input. And how, how did you all end up? How did that end up happening? I mean, are you all friends or uh, we? We are now. Um, yeah. We we've been really diehard Brandy fans for a very long it's kind time. Kind of embarrassing. It is embarrassing. <laughs> we literally. I can relate. I like yes. turn into a teenage girl. I'm like, oh god. Actually, the first concert we ever saw of Brandy's was in Louisville with uh, the symphony, symphony here. Oh, that wow. was the first time we ever saw her, and we mm. were such nerds about it. We literally have pictures of us standing by Brandy, like clutching her, <laughs> and we As were the fans. ones who waited like hours outside of the bus to talk to her um so when we got to to get to know her that was oddly um it it was interesting let me just say that um but we actually were given the opportunity to open for Rayla Montaigne about three years ago and Brandy was also um kind of on the bill with us and so we got to know her on that tour we became you know really good friends throughout the course of those shows and then uh she invited us out to do a a tour with her when she was just playing solo uh without her band and we we all just kind of sealed our friendship and then she invited us to come up to Seattle 
and spend a week up there writing and and recording some stuff. And that just kind of, it was so nice to have kind of a a big sister who's kind of been there before to kind of guide us through Mm -hmm. this big album because we were intimidated. A sophomore album is not not anything to be trifled with for sure. And she helped us kind of get through all that so we owe her a very big debt of gratitude and one of the songs she wrote was rattle my bones which is the first single yeah, from the album right, yeah. 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 yeah just great great She's stuff wonderful. <laughs> mm-hmm, i agree with that um so also speaking of co-writers you all are actually co-writers on a bob dylan song oh, we are <laughs> that is that is i mean that's like you know that's also amazing all these amazing things are happening for y'all congratulations thank first you. of all but thank you but so the dylan song is called dirty lie right mm-hmm. now how did how did this happen we were actually in the studio preparing for this record and t-bone just came to us one day and he was like um so bob He's on a first name basis <laughs> of course. with him. Sure, Bob. Bob, uh, <laughs> he has some unfinished demos that he has given his blessing for you guys to finish if you wanted to, you know, maybe. <laughs> and um, so, of course, we did. And we just chose one that we felt suited us the best. And we went back to our hotel that night and finished it in a few hours and recorded it the next day. So. Now, what, how did you tweak the song? I mean, you, you took it, it wasn't finished. In what way wasn't it finished? Lyrically, musically? Both. Mainly oh. lyrically. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really the only line that was in there was whosoever told you told a dirty lie. And we, we wrote the rest, but the the main part of the melody was there. Right. Those bones. He had, he had given us the skeleton of the song and we kind of put the nuances and details and kind of told our own story, which was intimidating because in trying to complete that, you want to try to like talk about the things that maybe he had in mind when he was creating this hook, mm-hmm. you know, in the song. But you can't possibly come Imagine up with it. that and you can't speculate accurately. So we just thought, well, you know, we have to take our own story and and use what he's given us. Um, I feel like we would have been idiots to say no and idiots to say yes. So <laughs> so we just said yes. And uh, it was very intimidating, easily one of the most intimidating things we've ever done. And people ask us if we had any feedback from Bob and we haven't. We know that he granted permission to put the song on the record. So hopefully he didn't hate it completely. <laughs> see, Old Crow Medicine Show did something really similar right. on their new album with a song called uh, Sweet Amarillo. It's so good. Yes. It's so good. And it is good. And he did give some feedback on that, which which I oh, thought was interesting. Really? So I yeah, so um I was just that was going to be my question. Yeah. You know, no, you... I mean, I guess we could ask for it and mm-hmm. and maybe get it if we wanted it, but I think we're too intimidated. <laughs> we we uh Bob is a mythical creature, you know. He's I real know. mythical and we mm-hmm. just like to keep him <laughs> keep him mythical. Keep him so, that way. Keep yeah. Him on the pedestal. But it was a, a very big honor and and it's a really cool story that almost seems like a lie but it's true a dirty lie (laughs) a dirty lie speaking of we're talking with the secret sisters uh laura and lydia rogers again they're playing tonight at headliners the new release is called put your needle down and we've got time for one more and this um uh, next song that you were going to do is called lonely island is this this is an original all original or we wish it were this is actually a cover this is a song that the everly brothers did uh, long ago it's a lesser known everly song and because we love the Everly Brothers. Did you grow up loving the Everly Brothers? Or yeah, was it- we did. And and here really, I guess probably within the last, I would say maybe like 10 years, I feel like I've really dug into their catalog in, in newer ways. When you're younger, it's just the catchiness of a song. You know, Kathy's Clown is so catchy. But mm-hmm. here lately, I've really come to love all the stuff that 
you know, most people couldn't name. Uh, and this is kind of one of those songs that we just, we love it. It's so magical. <laughs> well, let's hear it. This is Lonely Island from the Secret Sisters live on FBK. I'm living on a lonely island In a loveless ocean full of misery I'll die here on my Makes me want to go find some more uh, Everly Brothers too. Yeah, I get it. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Lonely Island, uh, performed by the Secret Sisters here on WFPK, and again they're playing tonight at Headliners. Starts at eight o'clock. Nellie Pearl opens, and the new release is called "Put Your Needle Down," produced by T Bone Burnett. Great record, and uh, what a pleasure! Thank you all so much for coming by. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank we you glad for having to do us. It. I'm Hope a big. Come by again. Yes, please do. <laughs> big fan for sure. On-demand listening is made possible by Bellarmine University. Grounded in the liberal arts and sciences, Bellarmine offers over 50 majors and 15 graduate and advanced degree programs. More at bellarmine.edu.